Welcome to the ADHD Power Podcast. ADHD Power helps working professionals and entrepreneurs with ADHD maximize the positives and minimize the negatives of ADHD so that together we can use our superpower to make the world a better place. I'm Nicola and I have ADHD. I'm an ADHD productivity coach, master student and podcaster. So welcome to the 63rd episode. And today we will speak about the three-step framework to plan my life as an ADHDer. We will talk simply about ADHD and planning. So if you are like many of us with ADHD, you probably love planning and setting big goals. Many of us, we are pretty, really good at uh, creating plans. We are excited to think about new things we can start. Yeah, maybe we could start a new hobby, a new pursuit, a new job, a new business. Maybe we have shiny objects in Rome and we can do thousand things in our life because the point is a little bit we love novelty, obviously. Yeah, we like this excitement that goes along when start, we start a new thing. But when it comes to the actual implementation of those plans and goals, etc., we can struggle a little bit. But from my personal experience and my work as an ADHD productivity coach with my clients, I know one thing. The problem, or I like more the word challenge, is not the lack of ideas to plan our lives. It is a system of how we implement it. And this brings me also to a really important point in general, what I experience as a really beneficial thing as in, in, in my life as somebody with ADHD is simply to replace more and more willpower with systems. Yeah, It's interesting, in my life, in some areas, I have a pretty, pretty strong willpower you know, and in some areas, maybe a little bit less. And there it can be really powerful to come up with systems that you create by yourself that make your life easier. Then you don't need to rely so much on your willpower. And by systems, I mean, for example, frameworks you can apply. One thing, for example, one system I have in place is um, habit stacking. Yeah, in order to stick to my habits. I already covered that in a previous episode, but the core concept is pretty simple. You always use cues as the trigger point for a habit you want to establish. Yeah. So in my case, for example, if I work, I really love working. I love, uh, I, lo- I work a lot. And in the end of my workday, then um, I still want to work out. And what I'm simply doing is the trigger point of um, knowing that I should work out is always my shutdown ritual in the end of the of a, a workday. So a shutdown ritual is simply a ritual where you bring your entire productivity system in order that you know exactly how you can start off the next day, that you have a plan. For example, I'm doing planning there. And then I end my workday and this let's say, moment is like the cue, the trigger for the next habit. And that's, in general, I would say a powerful thing, yeah? If you want to establish a new habit, simply make it obvious by placing the cues, uh, triggers somewhere visible. Like if you want to, for example, take your omega-3 fatty acids on a regular basis, place it somewhere where you spend a lot of time, like, for example, in your bathroom that you don't forget it. Yeah. So the main point is here simply replacing willpower with systems can be a powerful thing. And that is also a little bit connected with, you know, sometimes people say, okay, some people are really successful at certain things. Why they are so, they, they're look, looking like they are pretty, pretty disciplined. 
but oftentimes it's simply they are not confronting themselves with they don't then confronting not themselves with situations where they need to resist the urge to do something what they shouldn't do yeah it's like a person who is so looking so disciplined um like for example in my case um i'm almost really really rarely drinking alcohol i don't like it anymore you know maybe two three four times a year a little bit maybe some or even less I simply only drink still water and protein shakes yeah, or, or tea. But the point is, why I'm so disciplined when it comes to that is really I don't, um, let's say, I don't get into that situation where I need to resist the urge to, or in general, to resist drinking alcohol by not going out or not doing party then it's way easier, you know. But if you're going out and uh, you, then you are around with people who are drinking alcohol, I would say the, the barrier is way lower that you actually drink than maybe alcohol. Yeah, that's the point. But I would say in general, this is in general something I'm, it's simply not anymore part of my identity. I like to be, I'm a healthy person and therefore I want to live up to that uh, identity and drinking alcohol is simply not anymore part uh, part of my life, yeah, or really, really rarely, and that's a little bit the point, so simply, um, yeah, don't get into situations where you need to resist the urge to do um, uh, of, uh, in regards to bad habits, yeah, I hope that helps a little bit, and now we will actually cover the main topic here, after we cover this, the foundation, replacing um, willpower systems, we will talk about ADHD and planning, the three-step planning framework I developed in my life that pretty, pretty helped me. I, of course, I got inspired by other people like, for example, Carl Newport. And yeah, so let's get started, guys. First step in my three-step planning framework is simply quarterly planning. Every 90 days, I spend one to two hours defining my goals for the next quarter of the year. Now you might ask, okay, why 90 days? What I experienced is that 90 days is a good time amount or a good period where I can achieve significant things. Yeah, I can make significant uh, progress on projects. Whereas one month is, I think, a little bit too little time. Yeah, it's not enough. So therefore, 90 days for me is really, really, I really like 90 days. So what I'm doing is I spend one to two hours and the first thing what I do in this routine after 90 days is I first ask myself, where am I and what am I up to? Pretty simple. Where am I currently? Yeah, currently I'm in Salt Lake City. Yeah, for example. Yeah, what am I up to? Yeah, and how I am. Also to th- ask yourself a little bit, okay, do I, how do I feel? In my case, I feel great currently. Yeah, I took a cold shower this morning. I'm feeling really, really energized. What I'm doing then, and this is more important, I would say, uh, or also really important, I do a review, a reflection of the past 90 days. Because before 90 days, I defined certain goals. And now I'm doing a review, a reflection. Okay, how far I came? Did I accomplish certain goals? Where maybe I need to continue to work on that goal? Yeah, I do a quick reflection in regards to my previous goals. And now you're coming to a really important step. Now it's time to set the focus by defining goals or new goals for the most important areas of your life. I like to use this concept of 
life buckets because we have a lot of facets, um, a lot of, uh, how, how I should call it, like areas in our lives, categories of life, if you want, like that. Um, and I give you a little bit of an understanding what I mean by life buckets. In my case, I have multiple life buckets. One is social. There some subcategories are, for example, relationship, family, and friends. Those three things. That belongs to that category of social. Then I have also experiences, things I want to experience. Like in the past, one goal was, hey, I would like to go on a hike with my grandfather to do great experiences, to get to do exciting things. Yeah, outside of work, for example, could be something, or it could be in also in regards to work. Then something is uh, passions, something I'm really passionate about. Yeah. For example, one passion of me is learning. So I'm always trying to make sure that there is something where I can learn. And that's also connected a little bit with the next category of growth. How can I grow? And that can be something, for example, like buying a coaching program to improve myself. Yeah, because I'm constantly investing myself What I because I experience that saves me a lot of time and then I move faster. Yeah. That's something growth, yeah. Coaching programs can also be books, podcasts, etc. Simply education. And next life bucket is business. Yeah, as you know, I run a ADHD productivity coaching business, and there I need to make sure, yeah, that I constantly set goals I want to achieve. How can I, for example, improve the experience for my clients? It could be one, or maybe I would like to create a new modules for my clients. I can improve processes internally, whatever it might be. In, in my business life bucket, I define goals for my business life simply. Then I also have university. As you know, I'm currently doing my master's degree at the University of St. Gallen. Currently actually doing a break semester because I moved uh, to the US to do an internship for six months. And that helps me also to define certain goals or a main goal for the university. Then I, the next point I already mentioned is internship. There I also define a goal because I'm currently doing an internship next to my main work as ADHD productivity coach. I have finance. As you know, for many ADHDers, I struggle with finance. In my case, I actually have a pretty good uh, finance system now set up for my life where I'm constantly uh, investing um, in an ETF that is pretty, pretty diversified because I'm, I'm a long-term investor to, and this is no advice at all. That is simply how I am doing that. I'm looking long-term to benefit from the compounding, uh, compound uh, effect. Yeah, As you know, uh, if you stay invested uh, in a, I would say like, like for example, the S&P 500, if you stay invested for an extended period of time, you can benefit or you may benefit of the compounding interest effect which is quite powerful after one time by if you stay consistent and investing, investing, investing a little bit each month. And that's simply what I'm doing. And um, yeah, that can also be something. But in general, to have a good overview over my finances, okay, for what I'm spending my money, I have like, um, I created a, a like a sheet where everything is written down. Okay, what I what are my monthly expenses? And that gives me a good overview of how I'm spending my money. Yeah, so having my finance in order is pretty important for me. Therefore, it's also a life bucket. 
Then also one is mental health. Mental health is pretty crucial for me, obviously. And there I also set certain goals. And as well, physical health. For example, there is more of the aspect of, for example, working out. Could be something. So those are my different life buckets. As you see, it's you can simply ask yourself, okay, which areas of my life are relevant in my or which areas in my life do exist? And derived from that, you can create your life buckets. And in each of those life buckets, I create a goal. Yeah. And the goals could be really straightforward. Like at university could be, okay, I want to pass five exams or I want to write my master's thesis. Or when it comes to growth, I would like to buy a new coaching program in order to improve my social skills. Yet only to give you a little bit of an understanding of what that could be in your case. Yeah. Simply in each category, you think a little bit, okay, on what I want to work in the next 90 days. Yeah. For example, family life could be something I would like to spend always when I'm spending time with my family, fully in the moment, fully present, not using my phone. I want to be absolutely in the moment and have the best experience when I'm with my family. That could be like a goal, for example. And after you have defined your goal for each life bucket, you do a preview by you do simply a preview by writing about goals and changes in the next 90 days. Like simply a little preview of what you expect from your next 90 days. And that's simply what I'm doing. So quick wrap up for this first step. Every 90 days, I spend one to two hours defining my goals. First, I ask myself, where am I? What I'm up to? How I am? Then I do a review a reflection of the past 90 days. And now I create the goals for each life buckets we covered. Like in my case, some life buckets are social experiences, passions, growth, business, university, internship, finance, mental health, physical health. And then lastly, I write a preview or I do a preview by writing out about the goals and changes in the next 90 days. So that's the first step of my three-step planning framework, quarterly planning. Don't worry, it's getting easier now. Real quick, guys, you guys maybe know that we don't run any ads to grow this podcast. So the only ask that I have for you guys is that you help me spread the word to help more working professionals and entrepreneurs with ADHD overcome procrastination, be more productive, have their life in order and use their superpower to make the world a better place. And the only way we do that is if you could rate review and share this podcast. So the single thing that I ask you to do is just leave a review that takes you 10 seconds or one click with your thumb. That would mean a lot to me and more importantly, it may change someone else's world. Step two, weekly planning. Now we are talk- We are a little bit in the micro dimension. And what I'm doing here at the end of a work week, I do a weekly review. A weekly review is simply a possibility to bring your entire life in order, like your productivity system, your documents, etc., etc. And what I'm doing there, I take 30 to 60 minutes to bring everything work-related in order, clarify my plan for the next week. More precise, derived from my quarterly goals, what we now defined uh, each 90 days, derived from that, I defined three to five weekly goals. Not more. It should be really only on a high level, only that you know a little bit in which direction you want to go on the given week. And this is really not the time to burden you with unnecessary details. Only define five or three to five goals what you would like to achieve. Like, hey, if you have a business owner, I would like to set up three landing pages. I would like to create an email sequence. Or I would have 
what, whatever it might be in your case, that you think a little bit, okay, derived now from my main life bucket goals, which are my weekly goals. And you could, of course, only focus work-related on your business goals. That's fair enough, yeah? But also try to include a little bit also the other areas, the other life buckets in your life, yeah? Because often we forget about, we only focus on work and then we forget, for example, to plan out um, the things outside of work. That's also one thing what you can do, by the way, don't, if you are planning your next day, don't plan first your work-related things, plan your free time and then your work things, yeah, then you increase the likelihood that you stick to your free time, if you have the tendency of working crazy long hours, for example, yeah. So that's the point, we, we define three to five weekly goals, and the point is really don't, don't overdo it, don't burden yourself with unnecessary details on your high level, that's important, you can get a little bit precise for sure, but only to know in, to go to know um, in which direction you want to go, because what we are doing now, the next step is exactly the detail work, and that brings us to the third step. After the second step, weekly planning, the third step will be daily planning. What I'm doing here is I take five to ten minutes to plan out the next day at the end of each workday. I always have a shutdown ritual. I got inspired by Cole Newport, and what I'm doing there is simply. At the end of each workday, I'm really literally doing that every day, I bring my entire productivity system short in order by simply I updating my major to-do list. Yeah, because throughout the day, I have my distraction log next to me where I write consistently uh, like to-dos and notes, something that pops into my mind. And in the evening, it's time to transfer that to my main to-do list. But I also do reprioritization in my major to-do list. And I like to use or by prioritizing the tasks, I'm using the Eisenhower matrix, a simple framework uh, that helps you to define in which category each task belongs to. Like, for example, uh, you, in the Eisenhower matrix, you simply have four categories. You have important and urgent tasks, only important, only urgent, and not important and not urgent. What is important? Important simply means it brings you further or to, you are moving towards your goal. Urgent simply means there is a deadline associated with the task. And then you are prioritizing. Yeah. Also what I'm doing then, I have a look at my calendar calendar for the upcoming meetings. And this is a pretty, pretty crucial step because some of you guys, I know like it, we forget some meetings. Yeah. We forget certain events. Always have simply a look at the uh, at your calendar to uh, the, the night before that you know what's coming up. Yeah. That's no surprises will occur. Yeah. And then what I'm doing after I had a look at my calendar, I then block out times between meetings in my calendar for the tasks I want to complete. Yeah, I use time boxing, time boxing or time blocking. And that simply means I have my first block from 5 a.m. in the morning till 7 a.m. Then I, after I spend my first two hours doing a deep work session working on my business, I uh, drive to my internship, I work there and so on and so forth. And like that, I plan out my day. So you have, for example, five till eight a block, then from eight till nine, and so on and so forth. You simply time block your entire day using deep work sessions, shallow work sessions. That's something what I experienced, what I experienced is pretty, pretty powerful, simply distinguishing between deep work sessions, shallow work sessions, because that can increase 
uh, significantly or it can it can increase significantly your productivity because you're doing one thing at a time and at the same time you can do task batching similar task batching in one time block and you're not acting haphazardly and doing too much multitasking because that can quite be quite demanding and we are destroying our ability to focus yeah and as you know with adhd i guess that's a crucial thing to have there some systems in place that can help us to focus right yeah so that's all with that so i do time blocking and the cool thing is now when i created this um plan for the next day yeah i did my daily planning the next day when i start off in 5 a.m I can execute immediately my main tasks. I follow my plan like an airplane follow its course. I heard this analogy the first time um, from YouTuber Ali Abdal, productivity YouTuber, great guy. And the cool thing is really, um, you think like, if I remember correctly, in the evening, you're like the pilot, you're creating the course, yeah? You're setting, let's say, the intention. And then the next day, you simply follow like an airplane its course. Yeah, by simply executing your plan. And this can be also really powerful when it comes to decision fatigue. Yeah, that you simply don't use your decision power in the morning to figure out what you should be doing on a given day because you have that already done the night before. Also, it helps you with procrastination because, you know, when you have when you have a clear structure, a clear plan in place, um, and you start to procrastinate, let's say around 1 p.m., the likelihood that you can continue is way higher because imagine you have nothing written in your calendar. It's way harder to figure out what you should be doing, but if you have something in your calendar, yeah, you know how you could continue the task. And that's in general, if you're a working professional, if you're an entrepreneur, it applies, it can really, really help simply having a plan and it can help you also with procrastination because a plan can increase the likelihood that we stick to our uh, tasks and things we want to do on a given day. Yeah, so that is simply daily planning. What do you can do here? You have simply a shutdown ritual in the evening where you plan out your next days. That's obviously derived from your weekly plannings um, from your weekly goals. All right. Now, let's do a quick wrap up the main things from this episode. And then I would like to share with you a key takeaway from that. So we covered now the first step in that three-step planning framework is quarterly planning. Every 90 days, you define um, your goals in your different life buckets in the different areas of your life where you want to change something, improve something, get better at something. Step two, weekly planning. Yeah, derived from those um, quarterly planning goals, you create now three to five weekly goals. Step three, daily planning. Now derived from your three to five weekly goals, you come up with your daily schedule by using time blocking. Yeah, that's it. You simply time block your days. Now, we covered those three steps and it might sound a little bit complicated. What I would like to emphasize here is this system should make your life easier. Don't overdo it. Don't You don't need to follow every step I mentioned. In my case, I experienced that sounds maybe a little bit like a, a lot, but if you do start to do that on a regular basis, that's going quite fast and I could really, really significantly improve my productivity because I'm more intentional with my time 
therefore I'm more effective. That means I'm doing the right things. And at the same time, I'm more efficient. So I'm doing the things right, like Peter Trucker uh, put it or wrote. And, and that's, I guess, really, really powerful. Like, because we have then our, we have done our long-term planning by using quarterly planning. So we know long-term wise where we want to go in which direction. But also when it comes to short-term execution, yeah, we have weekly and daily planning that can support us there on that front. Now, what is the key takeaway here, guys? Create a planning system that works for your ADHD brain by having the big goals inside while making incremental progress toward these targets using weekly and daily planning. Yeah, that's really important that you figure a little bit out the system for you that you know long-term wise where I want to go. Yeah, because I remember Stephen Covey mentioned in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, something like, have already in the beginning in mind where you want to go. Yeah, because that can really, really fuel you with energy if you have a little bit of an understanding of where do I want to go. Yeah, in my case, for example, I have a clear mission and a clear why, which is clearly <laughs> ADHD related. Yeah, I share that on a regular basis. We have a mission in place. Until 2033, we help 10,000 working professionals and entrepreneurs with ADHD overcome procrastination by embracing their ADHD and working with it. Yeah, that fuels my brain with energy. I know when I, where I want to go. And that can also be maybe for you a, an option to think a little bit about that. Yeah. All right, guys, that's simply it. Maybe this planning uh, framework can also help you uh, out in your life to put your dreams, your goals, or simply the things you want to do into practice. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the ADHD Power Podcast and see you in the next episode.